0: There is a uh, composer by the name of Leopold Stokowski. And years ago, he wrote these words, Music washes away from the soul the dust of everyday living. How many of us have a favorite song, a favorite Christmas carol, especially this time of year? How many of us, maybe when we're just going through... A challenging time or our spirits need to be lifted, we turn on the Pandora station and we find our favorite music. There's something about music that does wash away from the soul the dust of everyday living. Maybe different styles of music that we have. It may be bluegrass, it may be country, which is still music, by the way, but it may be country. It may be sacred. It may be symphony, it may be classical, which is the same thing. I have different kinds of music, and often I'll just turn on classical music, and I'll listen to it, and I have my favorites. Of course, I'm sharing this because of the fact the choir sang today, and it sort of focuses us on the power of music. We're going to hear music a lot probably in the next few weeks, I'm sure, There are flash mobs that have occasionally, flash mob, that's not a bad thing, by the way. Flash mobs are these groups that just out of, say, in the midst of a whole group of people uh, start singing. And if you go on YouTube and Google, say, flash mob, hallelujah chorus, Minneapolis Mall, or flash mob, hallelujah chorus, you're probably going to get two or three different kinds of videos of people all of a sudden just beginning to sing the Hallelujah Chorus just in the middle of a mall. And they start coming out from the restaurants and they start coming out from the stores and they're standing up on the floor up here and they're standing down here. And some of it's pretty powerful stuff. One of those days last year, I YouTube did and I needed some music to wash away the dust from my soul and I just sat there and watched it over and over again as these shoppers just stood in awe as these people sang the Hallelujah Chorus. You have choirs and school choirs and youth choirs and church choirs. They'll be singing in the mall. You're going to have people who are going to show up on the front porch of your house, maybe, singing Christmas carols, doing some caroling. This group here goes and carols on Christmas Eve. Maybe some of you have been caroling already. One of my most memorable caroling moments as a kid, in Dublin Friends meeting, Dublin, Indiana. I was in elementary school. My dad passed there for six years. And one experience really sticks with me even to this day. Um, I was just going along for the proverbial ride. I think mom said, here, take him with you. (laughs) Went with the youth group. We went to this one man's house. I don't know how he got his name. I think he must have been connected with someone in the meeting. And we stood in his living room and sang. And what I didn't realize then, I realized later, was this was a man that had suffered for years from shingles. Had kept him housebound. Wasn't able to go anywhere. And as we sang, he just literally cried and tears streamed down his face. And even as a child, I remember that moment. Just that sort of bare moment of compassion as this fellow who never saw anybody during the day had this sort of ragtag choir of slightly off-key people singing to him and at least having some contact from somebody. And then, of course, there's this one famous story. The Cellist of Sarajevo. Anybody ever hear that or know that? The Cellist of Sarajevo. It's actually made into a book, a fiction book based on a true story. I think there may even be a movie. For those of you who are old enough to remember, from February 19, April 1992 to February 1996, the war in Bosnia, the siege of Sarajevo, in that four-year span, 13,900 people were killed. Out of that 13,900, 6,000 were civilians in this town of Sarajevo. There was a fellow by the name of, I don't know if I'll get his name right, Vidran Smolovich. He was a cellist in the symphony there, symphonic orchestra. And he felt like something had to be done, he felt like there had to be beauty. Brought to this ruin. He felt like there had to be something that uttered forth life rather than death. He felt like there had to be light that was brought into this setting other than darkness. And he lived right there in Sarajevo amidst all the snipers and amidst the ethnic cleansing and the hate. And so Vidron took his cello and he would walk among the ruins of Sarajevo and he would play. And he often played Adagio in G minor, kind of a very mournful song, but yet beautiful in its own way. And as the people would sneak out into the streets of Sarajevo and do their business and sneak back in, they would hear this fellow playing from the ruins of Sarajevo, this music. Amidst the death and amidst the violence and amidst the darkness, there was this life. Now, I say all that to say, you know, last night, I didn't know how long this would last. So last night, I said, God, I don't want to just have words that I feel like I have to give. If there's time, what needs to be said? God came pretty quick with it. Actually wasn't ready for it. The game wasn't over yet, so I had to finish watching the game. And what I heard was this. These are my words, but what I heard was this. What this world needs are joy mongers, not fear mongers. What this world needs are joy mongers, not hate mongers. What this world needs are people of light, not people of dark. And I kept hearing that, and I kept hearing that, and I kept hearing... What other season better than this to remind people the power of light, the power of joy in the midst of darkness? And what better experiences when these people have come into these dark situations, not the choir necessarily, but in these dark situations, like this cellist and like these flash mobs and like these choirs and these these people that faithfully go up and down nursing home hallways and sing to these people who 364 days out of the year may never have someone come see them. And I just kept hearing God say, we need people who are joy mongers, not fear mongers. And I listen to music and it brings me joy. I listen to these words, it brings me joy. How many of you were humming and singing the words to Silent Night as they sang? The angels came to the shepherds And announced a message of great joy. Do not fear. Around us we have this culture of fear. Fear of the other. Fear of going anywhere. Fear of what may happen tomorrow. Fear of the unknown. And we end up having our lives ruled by fear. And we end up making our decisions based on fear. But yet, 2,000 years ago, these shepherds stood in these fields and these angels came to the shepherds and said what? Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. It's a very simple message at this time of year. Don't be afraid. I bring you a message of great joy. There is one who comes into this world who brings us light and hope and joy. Sometimes it's spoken. Sometimes we receive it directly. Sometimes it's sung. More often than not, it's sung. And that's where we hear it. And so how can we bring that to life? How we can, can we bring that to the world around us? Let's play a joy tune. Let's play a hope tune. Let's play a tune of light and love in our world. I think of this fellow that I just mentioned, Vidran Smolovic, willing to exist among the ruins and to play a different tune, a different song, How can you and I be those that, among the ruins of relationships, among the ruins in people's souls, among the ruins of poverty and injustice, among the ruins of fear and anxiousness or shame and guilt or self-destruction, how can we be those among the ruins of a culture right now, just fearful of violence, be those who simply say, you know what, I'm going to sing a different tune. I'm going to sing one of joy. I'm going to sing one of hope. I'm going to sing one of light. I'm going to sing one of love. I'm going to sing it loud. It may be off key, but it doesn't matter. God said, make it a joyful noise. Didn't say it had to be good. But I'm going to sing it. I'm grateful for the choir for reminding us today That music does, as that writer says, sort of dust off the everydayness of our souls. Opens us up a little bit. Creates this sort of place where something different can reside in our life. I'm grateful there is music on the radio. Yeah, pure, sentimental stuff. But just sometimes music on the radio, which gives me a little bit of a shift of a different perspective. I'm glad there is this hope that we have. Mary said this. Maybe she sang it. It's called the Magnificat in Luke chapter 1, starting with verse 46. I like to think she sang. Mary said, With all my heart I glorify the Lord. In the depths of who I am I rejoice in God my Savior. He has looked with favor on the low status of a servant. Look, from now on, Everyone will consider me highly favored because the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. He shows mercy to everyone from one generation to the next who honors Him as God. He has shown strength with His arm. He has scattered those with arrogant thoughts and proud inclinations. He has pulled the powerful down from their thrones and lifted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has sent the rich away empty-handed. He has come to the aid of His servant Israel, remembering His mercy just as he promised to our ancestors, to Abraham and to Abraham's descendants forever. That's a song of hope. That's a song of life. That's a song of it can be better, and it will get better. I talked to a fellow this past week. has an interesting job. He... Uh, Covers mostly the southeast region, and he provides Muzak for restaurants and businesses. Little satellites up in the sky, and your company or your restaurant connects with that satellite, and you get Muzak. And so I asked him about this one particular restaurant. I said, I'm curious. I said, um, I seem to know all the songs in this particular restaurant. So do they play just all 70s and 80s songs? He kind of smiled. He says, Yeah. He says, But you want to know something else about this restaurant? I said, what? He says, the CEO and owner of this, uh, this restaurant, this chain, wants nothing played but songs from people who are deceased. I said, really? That's interesting. Why? He said, have no idea. He says, we don't ask. We just line up the satellite and have the songs played. Doesn't make me not want to eat there. Does make me wonder... Why? This make me scared that I know all the songs, and as I said, does make me think that the Rolling Stones will never be on that channel. So, but I got to thinking about that. All the songs that we sing, all the songs that we sing this time of year, all the songs the choir sang, are all about someone who's still alive, someone who's still real, someone who's still present in our world, in our midst. Friends, live like it. Faith like it. Love like it. Enlighten the world like it. Live with joy and hope and confidence and courage. Do not let that which is dark extinguish that light. Because the composer and the author of this song still lives and lives within us and lives in all of creation.